Lucero. Hello. And this week, we don't have a lot to talk about because there isn't a whole lot that happened this week, and I didn't play very many games. So uh, John's going to be, <laughs> I don't know, as per usual, kind of picking up the uh, the slack yeah. on that end. Thank God. Uh, and then at the yeah, end of the show, yeah. we're going to talk about the uh, Castlevania series a little bit. So it's going to be a, 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 we'll say compact episode, not a short one, a compact episode. So, uh, John, you've been playing a couple things. Uh, why don't you kick off with uh, Diablo 3? How did you find that one? Oh, uh, well, my friends were bugging me about it for a while because they uh, they play, they've been doing these, they added seasons to this game. I don't know when they added seasons, uh, but it's like you you select one character for the season uh, or a season character and uh, you uh, complete challenges during the season and you get spe- character specific gear, uh, season specific, specific gear. So it's, it's just kind of like, you know, that, that loot loop that people played Diablo for. Right. Anyway, they were talking, they wanted me to get it before the new, new season starts, which is the 20th, I think around the 20th, somewhere around the 20th. I certainly won't hold your feet to the fire on getting that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, luck would have it that recently the mid, uh, mid-year sale PS, PS, uh, that Sony did had Diablo for $30 and it included the, uh, brand new expansion, the Necromancer expansion, uh, which is basically $15 for one character because all the other stuff I think gets added in the, in an update, uh, for free. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. A, that's an expensive so, character. It is. Uh, which I have not played as my friend has, and it seems like a cool character, a very minion, uh, based character mm-hmm. and, uh, deals with corpses and whatnot. You know, it's a necromancer. Uh, so yeah, I've been, I've been playing that this week with them before the season starts. Uh, we did a hardcore character. I played two, I have two characters currently, a hardcore character, which is if the character dies, you They're have to start over for good. Yeah. yeah. Gone for good. And uh, so that's my. I have a Crusader, uh, which was added in the Reaper of Souls expansion a couple of years ago, and uh, which is the version that this is. And uh, it's it's fun. It's a fun character. Uh, you know, can a tank that basically that heals himself just by hitting things. So that's been cool. And then I have a. a I we finished the story. We power leveled characters uh, to. Uh, to unlock some higher difficulties for me to play on so we could get more XP as a group. And, uh, cause you have to beat the, uh, you have to beat the first four acts. Act five is the Reaper of Souls act. So you have to beat the original Diablo three stuff to unlock master difficulty because the difficulty in this is not very high, especially when you have a bunch of people playing with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of, like I've heard, I heard a recent take on Diablo. This is basically a, a really nice clicker. In a lot of ways, yeah, like a really yeah. well-made clicker. Yeah, I so uh, you know I, I can I've, totally see I've that. Heard that. I think I've heard that comparison before. Yeah, as a as a monk character, I mean, most of the time you just press an X, which is like your uh, standard attack, uh, and just running through enemies. Like, and, uh, I made a comment that all the the artists for Diablo, uh, the Blizzard artists, spent a lot of time designing all these different. Uh, there's a lot of enemies in this game, a really large variety. And they just die so fast that you really don't have much time to appreciate it. No, well, generally, that's always nice. It's yeah. like, oh, we spent all this yeah. time crafting this this world and these designs, and oh, you murdered yeah. it in half a second. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, and that's and that's probably was created by the us power leveling. Like when we were the hardcore characters, uh, it's it was more of a challenge. It still wasn't uh, super difficult, but it, we at least had to had to think sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The on our second characters, it was kind of like when when you started losing health, you were surprised. 
Like there, like a few occasions where I almost died were surprising. I, um, yeah, we, I've, I have now beaten Diablo three technically. I have not almost beat. We've almost beaten Reaper of Souls. Well, we stopped about halfway through that. And it's a good, like it's a good time. I, I, I had tried it before a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it didn't really click with me at, at the time. So I decided it wasn't for me. But th- now running through it this time, I'm, I'm having a good time. You know, the, that, the, the loot's always fun to get, and it drops quite often, and you're always uh, getting new stuff for your character. And uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a cool game. It's uh, well, it's well made. It's got that, it's got that loop. It's and of course, anytime you're playing with friends, it makes the experience a little better. Yeah, so, yeah. Even the worst of games so. can be at least mildly enjoyable yeah. if you've got somebody to play with. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think I need to recommend Diablo in the year 2017. I feel like if you know, like yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Blizzard's got all the money they need, so I don't. Yeah. yeah that, that's why I didn't feel bad about like, even though like I kind of contemplated picking it up. I was like, you know, for thirty dollars for something I'll probably never get to and for a company that doesn't need my money desperately. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think blizzards hurting for cash. No, now, now that they have like, fine. Now that they have their like $8 billion franchise or whatever with overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we ran those down like a couple months ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, and yes. And Diablo is definitely one of those. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's Blizzard, so it's well made. Uh, I'm looking forward to the season to see, uh, play in, even, in a different class again. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's Diablo. I don't think you have any questions about it. Probably not. I mean, no, it's, it's I, when it first came out, I, I yeah. mean, that, a couple of the podcasts I listened to, that was all anybody talked about. And then as it kind of updated, it was just like, yeah, there's a ton of stuff to do there. And yeah, it was it's just like, like, yep, I get it. It sounds like something I could get into. It just. Yeah, with everything else I've got kind of going on, it's like, yeah, I'll take a pass on it. It just, I played Torchlight a little bit, and that I I played I, Torchlight a little bit too. I liked I, I liked Torchlight. Yeah, for I liked a it. Okay, bit. I played it. Yeah. It wasn't it, was, it wasn't uh, anything I'd ever be like, you know, like go out and buy it, go out and buy it. It's it's terrific, but you know, I thought it was okay. You know, if anyone bought it, I certainly wouldn't hold their feet to the fire about it. And like like, why'd you buy that? And it's like, not solid game. Just doesn't really yeah. do that much for me. And I figured if Torchlight didn't uh, do it, Diablo might not be. A, much better uh younger when i was younger we uh and some friends played through x-men legends and the first marvel ultimate alliance together pretty often and i had a good time with those two as a comic book fan uh i i didn't those, those are also solid versions of these so they did re-release the two ultimate alliance games like this year or late last year yeah i'm trying to remember um, when that was but yeah um I'm kind of hoping like they redo like X Men Legends because I kind of I, I like those a lot and the main reason was like I'm I'm kind of like I guess in the Marvel universe like I'm a Gambit guy and oh, okay like that's the only place you can really play Gambit outside of like Marvel or Capcom two I think maybe but yeah I think he's in two um, I'm a Nightcrawler guy when it comes to X Men so but uh yeah the Legends games are great. There hasn't really been an X Men game for a while now either. I think the last one was that Wolverine some... one. No, I think there was a one after that. Like there was a really a really bad one. Ooh, X Men Destiny. I think that was actually yeah, the first yeah. or second review I wrote for the site back, yeah, Destiny, back way back when. I think that was the last X Men game. If you don't, uh, yeah. If you don't, if you don't count like some mobile port bullshit thing. Yeah, I liked Origin. I liked the Wolverine game. It was the movie's terrible, but I, I enjoyed the game. For what it was yeah i i mean it was 
maybe a little over the top violent. I mean, you know, I mean, this is coming from a guy who, like, oh, yeah. you know, ran through the first two years of war without much issue. But I mean, yeah, I mean, shoving somebody's head in, well, a, you know, helicopter blades. I was like, well, that's a little excessive. Uh, you know, you bring up Gears of War. I've never really found Gears, Gears of War is it's violent, but it's a different it's so cartoonish in how violent it is that it's really it doesn't really uh, sit with you the way like in Origins, you literally like pull, hold a guy's head up slowly to a helicopter like you pull him out of the helicopter and then hold his head up slowly to it like it's yeah. a way different kind of violence yeah, than, yeah. Uh, and i mean at least in gears you're like you know you're you're not really killing humans or even when yeah. you get killed or whatever you're these like you know giant hulk of like meat men or whatever so they don't really look realistic whereas in like yeah. you know wolverine game it was like mm, these guys are all kind of proportional human beings and it feels kind of bad for throwing them in the helicopter blades so yeah it was yeah, but it was, it was like the first uh, piece of media outside of comics that really nailed how violent of a character Wolverine really is. Yeah. So that was, so, it was, yeah, I, I don't know how well it would hold up now, but it was cool when, when it came out, especially for a licensed game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd probably put it, like, remembering it, because I played it, like, a year after it came out, and I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. Um, I'd say it's probably, like, close to top tier for like a licensed like you know movie spin-off game or game oh, based yeah, on a definitely. movie definitely pretty up there but i mean that is sort of damning with faint praise because i mean you know that, that that is a low bar what would be the best one that's based on a movie Ooh, man golden eye um are we are we counting are we counting like that's actually playable today like because um, i don't know if you go back to golden eye that's gonna hold up very well honestly yeah it's I mean, it's it's it's, a, it's it's one of those things that's like, oh, everyone kind of has it in like you know this like deference, but it's like I don't know if you'd actually go back to it and enjoy it, you know? Yeah, I, I don't really enjoy playing it now that much at all. Uh, it was like when it came out though, it was a humongous deal, of course. Oh yeah, and, I I mean I like yeah. Anthony and his brother and another guy from the neighborhood, like we'd all sit around a sixty four and play that together. I mean, it was a shit ton of fun, but I mean. That was, you know, what, 98? Seven, I think, was yeah. golden. I mean, yeah, we were probably still playing it in 98, but yeah, it's like, yeah. there's... That was a long time ago, so I don't, I don't know how it oh, was yeah. up. And oh, that, yeah. And that 64 I... controller is not great either, so that doesn't help anything. Also, not a lot of licensed games anymore that aren't mobile games. Most licensed stuff is mobile now. Yeah, they kind of did back off from that. And I think, uh, if I'm remembering like, like that... Like Iron Man, like Sega game didn't do very well, and it cost them like an arm and a leg to produce that thing. So I think that may have had something to do with. The they did move. two of them, right? I think, I think so. I think this, yeah. like one of them, I think like was supposed to be okay, and then the second one like kind of ate it. I think maybe. I, I heard the Captain America game was not bad. Yeah, you know that. Don't you mention that? Yeah, that that may yeah. have been that may be the most recent like kind of big one that I can think of. The Thor game I heard was awful um yeah it's it does not like most licensed stuff now is uh, all original ip in a way like the batman games of course aren't based on anything so that's why they're so that's why they were so successful because they yeah. were their own thing um and those are like the when you bring up licensed game like that's, that's the series that you bring up first at this point because it's um yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. If you if you just throw like like license in general or whatever as something, yeah. yeah I I think those Batman games are probably top tier. But um, I think uh, I think you just add in like like you know tie into a movie or whatever. Man, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Street Fighter the game, the movie get there. The movie, the game is probably eight, probably the best, right? Street no. Fighter the movie, the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, just because of the title, so confusing. I, I completely forgot about it. Yeah, that that thing is just like upper class, uh, you know, upper echelon, just wonderful video game. Um, oh man. Oh god, I remember terrible. I wasted a weekend rental on that thing one time. Holy shit! So bad. Oh, believe me, I was one sad like you know twelve year old or whatever it was. It's I was like, it's oh. crazy how a Street Fighter game can be that bad. Yeah, I'm like. You guys invented this formula practically, and like, how did you let this happen? But I guess if you just shove enough money at it, I mean that movie did pretty well, like financially for Capcom. So I can understand. I mean, that. I enjoyed that movie yeah. for all the wrong reasons. It's it's it's. I think it's not. I think it's fun to watch. If in some ways, you know, I think as, I think as bad as it was. I mean, if you like, like look at the way like Raul Julia portrayed Bison. Like, I you can tell he was oh, having fun with that character. I mean, that oh, I, he's. I, I think he realized the shit storm he was in and it's just like you know what the hell with it let's just go let's just go bonkers on this thing and I, yeah. I think i think that carried that you take his performance out of that movie there is almost nothing redeeming out of it absolutely not i mean for me it was tuesday is one of the all-time great movie yeah. lines oh yeah so, oh yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorites oh god yeah. it's like yeah, for you the day i graced your village with my presence was the greatest day of your life but for me it was tuesday <laughs> yeah man it was just and he says that with like this like line. sexy uh, a- silk yeah. robe and like different colored hat on or whatever it's like i love yeah. it he's like seducing chun Li, and then he like just yeah. puts on the same clothes but just different colors and silk or whatever yeah it's so good uh, it's a, it's a beautiful monologue in a terrible movie it's 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 like a oh man it's so good uh but yeah licensed games don't yeah like i said they don't really happen much anymore that uh, except for like bad mobile games so yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, I can't even think of anything else that would be. Uh, the Avengers is getting that game eventually from uh, Crystal, Crystal Dynamics is doing it. Oh, okay. I would think. you would you count the Lego games? I mean, they're probably the. Yes, I guess you have to. They're they're all based. They're all licensed. Yeah, there's very few that aren't. Based, there's very very few that aren't licensed. Yeah, they're very like typically like very like based on whatever they're doing i mean they, they throw in their own little like you know like i don't know fun i suppose in them but like yeah, yeah. It's, it's i don't know I, i've heard that like that batman 3 or lego batman 3 one's supposed to be really good but i've played i i really liked the first lego star wars when it came out yeah i did too and i bought the second one and it kind of was starting to get that fatigue and then they did the like the tri- I, or the, the the complete saga thing and i was just like okay this is getting to be a bit much my little brother loves those games but whenever i play them with him it's just i don't they just feel they just aren't that fun to me like yeah that like the there's really obscure puzzle stuff with the, like the building pieces it doesn't always not always clear what you should be doing and it's really repetitive but it's fun. Like all the, the variety of characters you can play is really cool, but I feel like the actual gameplay is lacking. It's not really changed. Yeah, it hasn't really ch- changed in like the t- decade or longer that it's been out. I guess. Yeah, Probably it's a been more than a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't even think I was dating my wife when that first one came out, and that was and, you know. It's kind of like Telltale games at this point. It's Telltale what? used to do like the like it's kind of like a Telltale series at this point. Just like pick a license and just make it again, and just do the same thing again you yeah. did the last time. Yeah, I mean they they they've added open world stuff and voice acting 
which I can take or leave in a Lego game. Yeah, but, I, uh, I honestly would rather leave it. I, I, I think yeah. having them just, like, kind of motion out the, like, script, I suppose, or whatever, I, I think that kind of, like, added to the charm. But when they started speaking, it was like, why am I listening to this? I don't, I don't know. It's like, it just seems like an unnecessary cost for that. Yeah, and, it, well, the first time they did it was, was it the Lord of the Rings game where they, or, or one of the Batman, I don't know, they, they, added like just movie dialogue and they just kind of put it into the game yeah. like it was just i think it was pretty much recorded from the movie you know what those are a couple of good games um the two towers and return of the king oh yeah i played a lot of uh both of those actually i got i got one of them for christmas one year i think i, think it was, I think I got return of the king yeah. solid solid uh license game not yeah no. yeah yeah i wouldn't i mean definitely not like I wouldn't put it into like, you know, like, oh, this is a great game. But I mean, for what it was, I thought it was a pretty solid game. And then, um, yeah. I mean, it's certainly uh, no uh, The Hobbit for the Super NES. Oh, God, that was. Oh, God. <laughs> or E.T. Or oh. the uh, Atari. <laughs> you know what? I can I can oh. kind of forgive that E.T. game for the, you know, window it had to be made. I think it got made and like released it, in like six I mean, weeks. It, it almost killed video games by itself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least the American division, like, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, like, like we always have this thing of like that crash, the video game industry, but then like in Japan and Europe, it was still flourishing. Like it was just North America that, that, that it did that too. So, yeah, it's just our, it's a culture thing at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we had talked about that on a, like a early, early episode of this podcast. And, um, that was one of those things of like you know it's like that was one of the um like few things of note of new mexico and it's like and there's thousands of copies of et buried somewhere out here so god that'd be a, that'd be quite the find <laughs> like oh you know they they, they <laughs> dug that thing or they dug that thing up and found them yeah i do i just would imagine like you're out in the playing in the playing in the desert for some reason in your backyard and you just come across a giant a buried pile of et yeah and it's like is it really and at that point, you're like, is this treasure? Question mark. <laughs> so, what I really loved was people selling them on eBay then and like turning them around for like a couple hundred dollars because they were in the trash pile. I'm like, they were in the trash pile. That they, they were in there for a reason. I mean, this was like overstock that never yeah. got sold. That doesn't make this game any more valuable. Yeah, I feel, like found it, it. I, feel, I feel like it's more the, the legend behind that game makes it kind of a valuable collector's item in a way. I, I wouldn't buy it. I'm not really a collector of any sort. So, I mean, if I, but, if um, I was going to buy a copy, I would buy a like nice new copy of it that didn't like wasn't in a garbage dump. Be like, I feel like game, that gives did, a character. It's just like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I need it. I don't feel like I need it to have it come out of the garbage. It's just like, that's ugh, I don't know why you'd need that. But anyway, um, so Diablo 3, right? That's what we're, that's what we're <laughs> Yeah, good game, Diablo 3. Yeah, solid title there, so... Um, okay, and what was the other game you've been playing? I played, I, I have the uh, Crash Insanity, Insane Trilogy, Insane Trilogy, I think. There you go. It's called. Yeah. Um, and I have only played the first one. I beat the first one this week. Okay. Um, I bought it, I bought it um, when it came out, like, uh, last weekend, I think I bought it, and uh, slowly, slowly plucking away at it. I think it's got 26 levels. Um... I have played that game recently enough to have not been surprised by how hard it is. Mm-hmm. And this, it's not just hard in your childhood, you know, you're, 
you remember it being hard, but you're like, oh, it's probably just because I was a kid, but I played it a few years ago, and it's like, that game's just really hard in some spots. Like, mm-hmm. the platforming is very precise, especially for a game that character movement is not as precise as it, it needs to be for that. Like, there are some very, it's, and the level design is actually very good in that game, and I appreciate it most of the time, uh, especially in some later levels that were really cool, but it's, like I said, it's, the character does not move like a Mario does or like Rayman even does in the new Rayman games. So it's, I feel like so a lot of my deaths didn't, sometimes did not feel like my fault. Mm-hmm. And it felt like, kind of like, just like, like uh, uh, the 2D, the 2D side scrolling levels in particular are what really bothered me. Um, because there's, there is a depth to the levels that, they, that doesn't need to be there. Like you can move back and forth on like the plane that crashes on, which can lead to you jumping in a direction you don't want to jump in, or oh. stepping off a ledge you didn't mean to step off of. Nice. Because because he has like some three D there's some three D depth to it for no reason. Like I would have preferred just you know an actual side scrolling level. So that it just it does so if those feel really weird. I will say that my favorite level in the game was the very last 2D size growing level, mm-hmm. or second last one. Of the, either the last or second to last one is uh, called Castle Machinery, and uh, I thought it highlighted what the, the level design was at its best. You know, in the platformer, when it teaches you a, a mechanic at the beginning of a level and just slowly builds on it throughout the level till it's uh, at its high, most challenging at the very end. Uh, so there's a lot of that in this game. So I appreciate that. I just feel like the first game is. Harder, it's it's already hard, and it's made harder by just you know I'm trying to figure out how to make a 3D platformer. Yeah. Or two and a half platformer. It's not really a 3D. Yeah, platformer. I was gonna say whatever. I mean it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sort of this weird yeah. thing. I mean it's perspective wise, it's definitely different than like everything else that was that I can really think of. Like there's not really a lot of games that like take place like behind the shoulder or on rails. I mean it's if you really think about it, it's like an on rails platformer. Yeah, it's really strange. Like the those classic crash levels you think of, you know, the, like you said, the behind the back ones, um, are some of the better levels. But there are plenty of jumps where it's it's like the depth of field, like your depth perception feel is very lacking by the perspective. So you feel like you miss jumps that you sh- that you shouldn't you shouldn't have just because you couldn't really grasp how how far you had to jump sometimes mm-hmm. by just per- just due to the perspective. So that can be frustrating, um, for sure. Like there, I had plenty of frustration while I was playing the game, but it wasn't surprising to me. Like I said, because I've played the game recently enough to know what to expect. I have I have read some stuff online that say the um, jumping in this game isn't quite the same as it used to be, and I can see. Yeah, I, I kind of remember Crash being floatier than he is in this game. Like he has a lot more weight to him in this because uh, these games are built from the ground up. They aren't literal yeah. remakes. Yeah, that so, was that was something. I, and maybe it's just because I mean it's all PlayStation One assets, so. Yeah, yeah. So it's like these are basically brand new games, but they're just one-to-one recreations that they're brand new. Uh, no, no, no previous. Uh, like Vicarious Visions is the only people that made this. There's like they, there's like a, a, a special thanks to Naughty Dog for like, but like that's about it. Like Naughty Dog did not contribute anything to this. Yeah, just more or less like gave their blessing and was like, okay, here, go yeah. for it. Yeah, and that's kind of like a bummer because. Like the, it's got the three games that I've only played the first one, so I'm not gonna pass judgment on the other two. I do remember the other two being the other two are better games. Uh, that's that's the guy question. You know, they a year they they made one every year I would think, and but they they uh, improved upon it each time. T- 
two is generally what people say is the best. So I'm curious to see how that one holds up. Um, but uh, I w- what was a bummer was that there's like there's the three games and that's it. There's not really any like behind the scenes stuff to, they've added. Like you know maybe some interviews with Naughty Dog about making the game and whatnot. So to really make it the remaster feel like a true love letter to Crash because say we will about Crash like like he was a he was kind of he was the place he was the mascot for the first PlayStation. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's a, he was a big deal for sure. Yeah, yeah. So he was. And people, especially my age and around my age, have a lot of nostalgia for Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was—he—it's one of my earliest game memories. I played it with my dad. One of the few few games I played with my dad because um, he's not really into games, but uh, we played that. Through, we played through it together. It felt and uh, so I definitely have a lot of nostalgia for, for the first game, and uh, I would have liked a little more, uh, you know, done to a little a little more background stuff done. Just to uh, kind of sh- show this like seminal moment in gaming, even Maybe, though did, the they game didn't throw like in the uh, like the commercials or whatever by chance. No, no, See, none of those been... fun and the, like the, those, those big mascot commercials. Yeah, they they did release a new one for the game actually. Oh god, did um, they? Yeah, they did with the guy in the mascot suit. Okay. Oh. That's, yeah, that's so I, I think it's the same guy too. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wonder, I wonder what he's been doing all these years. You know, it's like, oh, okay. I mean, good, good. Throw yeah. the guy a bone. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, like I said, I wasn't. I did not get my heart broken by nostalgia. I had nostalgia had been wiped away by the truth long ago at this point. So okay, those games, and I think they. It's hard to know if these games. So the first one I think is might turn people off right away just for how how hard it is uh, like right at the bat. So, but I'm I'm gonna look at I'll look at the other two. I'm gonna try and beat both of them at least. So, but yeah, I'll get back to you with that. I guess I just want to say the first one is uh, it's what I expected. <laughs> so, so if you if you if you want to play some Crash, I mean it's forty bucks and it's it it uh it will scratch the nostalgia itch, just maybe not um build upon it in a yeah. in a way you so see I um I managed to dodge that bullet buying it like my wife didn't know it came out and I kind of forgot my wife like had had some nostalgia for Crash because um you know she's not like considerably younger than me but she's younger than me and she went from an NES to a PlayStation so it's like that was sort of like the big leap for her into like you know 3D gaming so she's got some nostalgia for it and then. I put put buying it off for a couple of days, and she was like, "You know what? If you didn't buy it, don't worry about it." And I was like, "Oh my god, okay, cool." <laughs> so I was just like, "I didn't really want to buy that game. I really didn't want to buy that one." So, yeah, they're, uh, they, they. Hey, it's funny because I said like the character movement is the problem, and the level design is pretty great, which is uh, they kind of, Jack and Daxter kind of proves the that because the first Jack and Daxter is a fantastic platformer. It's kind of like when they figured out how to make a character move in a 3d space and they mixed it with their already great, uh, level design. So, I mean, Naughty Dog does, they, they're, they're very good at building games. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising. And, uh, yeah, it's I mean, cool to see a, the, the, the roots. Yeah. They but haven't yeah. had too many clunkers in their catalog there. So, yeah. And uh, clunkers, but probably just 
mediocre version like the race like they have a, a cart game for each for jack and for crash i heard the crash and, one's actually pretty good ctr it's it's cra- kind of yeah, held C- in CTR high regard solid. yeah ctr solid um the jack combat racing yeah whatever or jack x whatever it's called yeah I, I, like i didn't even remember that existed until like two weeks ago i think we mentioned it on the game informer show and i was like oh god that's right i forgot about that thing i also only really like the first jack and daxter I have um, never played was, a Jack and Daxter game. Like, they just did not appeal to me at all. Uh, I was a Ratchet and, Clank, Ratchet and Clank guy. I love Ratchet and Clank, especially the first three. Um, but I did I, the first Jack and Daxter, I think, holds up pretty well. If you want a 3D platformer to play, I think it holds up. And uh, they, they were, you can play it. If you have your Vita <laughs> or a PS3, you can play those uh, first three. I actually did buy myself an as fresh of a ps3 as you can get i got like the super slim model or whatever just because i i was tired of my old ps3 sounding uh, as loud as it was and just like i was like got this one and i started you know putting stuff on the hard drive and i'm like man this thing is super quiet so it's kind of nice so I've, yeah. I, it's actually like not it might be the same size just like footprint wise as the ps4 so it's kind of nice having that yeah it's uh the slim's an uh was a nice redesign Especially compared to the original PS3, which is the monster. Well, the uh, I didn't get the sl- I got the super slim or whatever. Oh, okay, that yeah. one. Like yeah. the real, like the like the new new one, I suppose. As much as that console has a new new version of it, so the one yeah, with, that like, one the came out like right tray. when the PS4 came out, didn't it? I think so. Yeah, I was just was yeah. getting real tired of having that old like my old gigantic one hooked up, and I was like, well, you know, I can just like my laptop can emulate PS2 games just fine now. So I was like, I don't really need the backwards compatibility, and I still have my like launch PS2 that works. So I'm like, I don't really need this one hooked up anymore. So I mean, it was like a hundred and twenty five dollars or whatever, and I was just like. Yeah, just to have something hooked up that's you know still playable and it's quiet. So, yeah, I'll just get this instead. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. can. I can. Nice thing. Loud. So I was thinking, so. I actually was kind of contemplating getting the Jack and Daxter thing, just be, the trilogy, because I think it's still on that mid, the, you know, the mid year sale or whatever, and it's like eight dollars yeah. maybe or something stupid like that. The, so. the the second and third one, like the second one, like you can see the GTA inspiration in those. Like it's how big GTA was when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the second one, especially, uh, you can immediately see that open world games were the thing when that <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So I think it was the third one. Like I remember reading about it in I forget what magazine it was, but um, like they like went really deep in like the development of it or whatever, like talking about it, and it really sounded like. And I, I guess I swear it's the third one because I think they made reference to some of the stuff that happened in the second one that people didn't like, but. I could be wrong. It could be the first game they were referencing. I mean, it's been you know fifteen years or whatever since that came out, so who knows? But um, it's I, I remember thinking like I, that, that's a series I should play one of these days, and it just never kind of came up. And just now with you know even with the opportunity to do it like on the PS3 and for you know like eight bucks for all three games, I'm kind of like eh, I don't really know if I want to. So yeah, I would say that the first one is one of the best 3D platformers ever made. It's better. It's much better the platformer than Ratchet was. Uh, Ratchet, you could compare it more to the second and third uh, Jack and Daxters, but okay. they're a bit. So, but they're a better versions of, than that than Jack Two and Three are. I would, for those series, I would recommend the first Jack and Daxter and the third Ratchet and Clank game for people that want to go back and play those. Um, kind of you know big, uh, PS2 3D games. Those, yeah. are, those what, are two of the best. What about the uh, that so. PS4 remake of the first game that just came out last year or year before? Did you play that? Uh, 
The PS4 remake of the first Jack and Daxter? No, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, wait, no, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, yes, it's great. Uh, that's another one that's I. It is. Uh, it is enough. It is enough of the first one with some uh, nice remixes of things. It's a great game. Okay, it looks, yeah, I remember, it looks great too. I remember Anthony so. talking about it and said he really enjoyed it. So, but he's always he's always had a thing for Ratchet and Clank games. Like I know uh, he liked it. So, yeah, I, I got a. He was trying to really plat- talk me into playing that first one or that you know the re-release of that first one. I, I platinumed it. It's a very easy platinum. Okay, uh, not as yeah, easy as so, that uh, game that got pulled from the store, but no, no, not as easy as five top rated five star whatever the fuck it was <laughs> yeah. called. No. It is not as not as it is. Uh, I think I don't think you have to do two full playthroughs. You might have to do two. It's not a not a long game. I think I just went back and I don't think you have to replay anything. Anyway, yeah, it's just like the the uh, most challenging stuff is just like some time trial things that are a little a little hard, but not too bad. So yeah, it's an easy platinum. It's a great game. It looks great. Uh, I think the only thing I had a problem with is they kind of they. Uh, the differences were mostly in the characters and their interpretation of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like Ratchet as much as I, in this one as I did in the original Ratchet and Clank. He's a little, he's a little more uh, childish than he is in the first Ratchet and Clank, but it doesn't really matter. It's a, he's a 3D platformer character. You know, it's just yeah. like you're not really there for the story. It's, uh, God help you if you are. Yeah, it's a it's a fine it's fine story. It's fine. completely they kind serviceable. Of, they do change the, yeah, they do change. They actually do change some stuff in it too so you yeah, play the first didn't they add it or change it just because of the movie tie-in or the movie that came out yeah i did not see the movie so i don't know how much of it is different yeah like, but uh yeah. it's uh there's the ending is different sure. okay yeah i mean that, that that series is a complete blind spot for me like the most i've ever interacted with it was my younger brother-in-law was playing one of them on the ps2 like i don't know probably 12 years ago and like i watched him play it for like 15 minutes and that was probably the end of my experience i think with it the third one is probably a top 10 game for me of okay. all time yeah it's uh one of my it, it one of my favorite games ever it's uh got a lot of variety to it the multiplayer was even solid on it too if you could get into if you could hook up to ps2's uh online stuff but uh i i think i played it on ps3 eventually but i plug, i popped it in and played it that way okay but uh, yeah dan those first three games are fantastic um the second ps3 game is really there i liked all the ps3 games i think the second one is definitely the best one crack in time okay uh, and the reboot is also great so if you if you if you uh interested in playing those i i think starting with the reboot is totally fine it's a good way to, it's a good good starting point yeah, despite yeah. all the, um, you know, the double entendre names, I mean, are these rel- these are relatively kid friendly, right? Yeah, they're all T for teen. I think the new one is E10 plus, mm-hmm. but uh, what? But uh, there there are the first three had were definitely had more dirty jokes in it okay. than the re- than the reboot does. The reboot's way more kid friendly. Um, it was something like I was debating just picking up just like for when my son kind of gets into games eventually. I mean, like, he's three right now and is. You know, the coordination to play something that complex might be a little beyond him at the moment. So, yeah, the yeah, I would say that's, I think the the reboot's pr- a pretty good starting point. It's not too hard, and uh, it's col- it's really colorful. It's very Pixar, very looks very Pixar, and 
uh, yeah, it's great. I love. I uh, liked it a lot. It was, uh, Anthony's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, real quick, I mean, I guess like last week I mentioned I had bought Final Fantasy Tactics, um, the original PlayStation One version, uh, just because I kind of wanted to like see a little bit of the differences between the War of the Lions version and the original. And um, Gore, I I finally kind of got him kicking into Tactics Ogre, and that kind of led me back into playing Tactics Ogre a little bit. And I definitely want to stand by my opinion that going uh, going from playing like the War of the Lions for a few hours and then um, the original Tactics Ogre or Ta- Final Fantasy Tactics for a few hours but to about the same points or whatever, I still like Tactics Ogre a lot better. It just feels better. And I think the PSP remake's a lot more forgiving. Um, whereas like the War of the okay. Lions is basically the same game with just some like, it just prettied some of the stuff up, I guess. And, you know, added those like kind of like, I really like the like, they're like those like colored pencil kind of sketch things or whatever, or like the cutscenes or whatever. Yeah. I really like that art style, but I mean, it's kind of for the most part, all they added outside of a character from, I think it was like final fantasy tactics, a two or whatever. But you know, going back to tactics ogre, it was just like, I don't know, just like putting on a pair of comfy sweats and like, Oh God. Okay. This is home. This is, this is exactly what this should be. I mean, so like the war of the lions thing kind of felt like kind of like a half-assed, I guess, I don't know, a half-assed job compared to like what they did for Tactics Ogre to like bring okay. that thing up into the, the you know the twenty first century or whatever. It's I don't know. It just that is one of those games. Like I don't know if I'm ever going to get tired of that game. I'm kind of going through now, like building my characters up even more so I can make make it into like the that like you know ninety nine floor Palace of the Dead or whatever that I've never been able to get more than like 40 levels deep into just because of my character build. So I'm kind of like going through multi-classing to like the main character. I'm buffing his stats up, like with some of the skills you can, you can attribute. Cause once you get to a certain point of the game, he can become a Lord character, which can use every single skill from every single class. So I'm like going through and like training him as a knight for a while to get him like, you know, some of the, like the, the defense buffs and the uh, counter attack and the strength buffs that other, that the, cause I used him as a ninja through most of it, but that, you know, the ninja doesn't have a lot of those buffs available to them. So I'm going through like adding, buying those skills or, and kind of building the Lord class back up. Cause I switched late in the game. So he's about four levels below everybody else, but just because of all the stat cards, I, or the tarot cards I picked up to like up his stats. He's like still a wrecking ball, even like four levels below the enemies. So. Okay. Um, as someone, uh, I'm going to speak for people like myself that uh, aren't huge strategy, like these tactical RPG, um, mm-hmm. aren't very familiar with them. Would you say this or uh, tactics is a more, or Final Fantasy Tactics, God, I can't, I can't do that. It's so annoying. Uh, Final, Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics mm-hmm. is a more accessible game for someone just trying to get into the genre. Um, you know, I would, I'd say either one of them is kind of hard, not hard to get into, but they're definitely, neither one of them is a great entry point into that genre just because of how complex they can be um final fantasy tactics might be an easier sell just because of the name recognition sure but like i think tactics ogre does a lot more like there's a lot more i I suppose as as far as like accessibility goes than the original like the original like i said i mean i probably of the 400 hours i probably put into the original of that or version of that it was probably a hundred of it was like level grinding and just throwing stones at characters to get them buffed up or whatever you know get them leveled up whereas this one it doesn't really you don't really have to worry about that too much you can go through like these like 
you can just go through the random encounters and like I can plow through them in like five minutes now. Like, I, I time myself like <laughs> just I can plow through a decent one just because like I know it's like okay I need to move this character here, this character here, these characters here, and and it's not even a matter of like it's the same lineup of enemies and like even like this the, the one place I grind it just it's got a predictable pattern of enemies that come up there and I know what to expect, um, but they're rarely ever put in the same spot. And it's, it's like I said, it's not even a matter of like, I know what, like, like, okay. So all of these enemies are here. Just, I see what enemies are around. I'm like, okay, I need to do it. Take these, guys. you know, it's like pretty much always make a rush for the archers as quick as you can, because those things can wreck you okay. if you're not careful. But, um, and see, like I've always liked archer classes and in final fantasy tactics, they just feel like just gimped as shit. Like they don't feel useful at all. Um, and in like tactics ogre, I mean, you can have a party. I mean, I've got three, archers in my party and that's the only i'd say yeah it's the only class i have like three three of that aren't like special characters or whatever that are just just come naturally as a certain class i mean those are just like three characters that i was just like okay i need not need but for the more difficult fights i always keep three archers in a party yeah like my my experience with the with the genre is mostly i like that i've enjoyed i liked the XCOM reboot like okay. a lot of people a lot of people did it was pretty uh it's a, that's a that's a very accessible game for anyone trying to get into this genre it's hardish it's very hard so like, yeah just, uh, I, I, honestly yeah, like i would say uh, like XCOM's a a decent entry point except XCOM's difficulty lies more in the actual combat and the systems aren't particularly deep i mean there's some depth to it but when you compare it to like final fantasy tactics and tactics ogre there's just not a lot to go yeah, yeah. it's the the base building is more xcom's like um where the depth lies in xcom yeah so and then i've i've tried i uh play a little valkyrie chronicles which is a another take on that genre like a the third like a third person action game take on it in a way and uh it, it's cool. I liked. I liked it. It was. A, I think it, it just moved a little slow for me. Yeah. Um, which was kind. Of, and uh, the battles can be very long in that game too, depending on what you're how you how you handle yourself, especially against like armored units like tanks. Uh, the story. I liked the setting, like you know, uh, anime, uh, like World War Two thing that they were doing, or World yeah. War One, one or two, whatever they were doing. I think it was one. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like I, I have played a little Tactics Ogre. I don't really remember much. Uh, uh, and I'm going, I, uh, I'm going to assume you didn't even finish the first chapter, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. I own it. It's on my Vita. It's on my Vita. Okay. Uh, so because you, you talked about it so much, so I, I I would like to get into it eventually. I think it's just. Uh, it's, it's, it's a it's daunting a, game to look at, especially like yeah. when you've got like you know super fanboy me that talks it up about like how deep it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. I think I, I, you can play it pretty casually if you want to. And I mean, there's the chariot system that makes it a lot easier. You know what? That would probably I would say make the game more accessible because the chariot system lets you backtrack. I think up to forty moves. Oh wow, that's a lot. So if you moves. screw up, <laughs> you can yeah. you can fix you can you can fix your screw up pretty easily there. Like it's like Prince of, it's like Sands of Time. It's rewinding yeah. everything and it's completely unlimited i mean you just use it as much as you want to in the game and like i've i've used it just like experimentation wise or sometimes like i'll have a um like a wizard like behind somebody and i think i've got the angle right for a spell to hit it'll hit like one of my characters in the back and i'm like rather than like just take the damage sometimes i'll just like re you know i'll just go back two moves and fix that so yeah okay i used to play 
the uh, Final Fantasy Tactics demo uh, quite a bit. Um, I think it's like the first two missions or something like that in that game. And I was ne- I wasn't even very good at that, so I just don't. I I think my biggest problem is my my dislike of micromanaging in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I think XCOM was fine because there's like a very small squad. Like that's that's doable for me. Um, and the like you said, the depth it's not crazy deep. It's mostly just mo- like the most important stuff is usually just move placement of your team, and uh, the uh, and there's only so many places you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and I, and I I enjoyed I enjoyed what I played of XCOM like a lot. Um, oh yeah, it's just, yeah, a great. It's a really well made game. It's really it's, good. It is a very different beast than than those type of tactics or than like you know Final Fantasy Tactics and Tactics Ogre and yes, even Fire is. Emblem. So. Oh if, yeah, Fire Emblem. That's right. I played Awakening also. I, don't, I, would, I did not beat honestly, Awakening. I would say if you're looking for like a good entry point, I mean. I, I will always say Tactics Ogre just because it's, like I said, it, it, I go between that and Link to the Past is my favorite game. But um, I think, like, a Fire Emblem game, like especially the more recent ones, um, those probably might be a better way to go just because they're a little bit easier to get into. There's more story to it. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, the story in Tactics Ogre, I think, is just, like, just fantastic. Uh, just the end of that first chapter, I think, is what kept me going through that game like i don't know that i would have kept going through that game like when i was playing just because of how like level grindy it was and just the system on level grinding on like i said the, the originally the super famicom version but then the ps1 version um that we got out here it was just i mean it I, no i'll say i'll say tedious i'm not gonna hesitate to say tedious it was tedious but they, you know, <laughs> so they fixed they fix that for this and but that first chapter like the way it ends and the choice you're given is just like uh, uh, whoa okay this is there's a lot going on here, and there's some fucked up shit that happens in that game. I mean, there's they they definitely can they definitely go Game of Thrones with that. I mean, there's a lot of political intrigue, and where I think like Final Fantasy Tactics kind of goes off the rails as far as like just everything becomes like this. It goes from like political intrigue to like, oh hey, we've got these like you know like these otherworldly horrors that are getting involved in here. And there's really there's some of that in Tactics Ogre, but it kind of comes back to like what the main plot was and like how this whole war that's going on like started initially. So it does sort of do, like I said, that JRPG thing of like, there's a super villain that you weren't really expecting at the end there, but to a point it hints at it throughout the game. So like going back in like retrospect, you can kind of, you can kind of see where it's going, but you kind of have to really pay attention to catch it in your first playthrough. But that's where I think, okay. uh, I think tactics Ogre kind of one ups final fantasy tactics. is just the story. Okay. That's uh and then a multiple, good story will you can can definitely pull me through is, a game is something oh yeah you told me about the very the very large amount of uh options paths you can take through that game yeah, yeah. so um we'll just go over it real quick here since you know we're like i said it's a short podcast anyway but um tactics ogre you beat the first chapter you are given one of two choices uh based on the choice you pick the the game splits into two paths uh from there um Chapter two, like I guess there's two paths on chapter two. Chapter three can split into three different paths, and then the fourth chapter they all kind of coalesce into in or in like take everything into consideration and throw it there. And it's not shy about like killing off main characters. Uh, it's not shy about having main characters just like crippled. Basically, I mean, you look at it and just like sprite work. It's it's it seems very cutesy and simplistic, but there is so much dark shit in that game that is just like 
it's kind of good that the game looks like that because I mean if it I mean even if it looked like like Final Fantasy Tactics I think it'd be a, a little harder to swallow because I mean we're we're talking like straight genocide goes on in that game whereas uh, you know anim- anime yeah well I mean in, <laughs> in Final Fantasy Tactics it's it's a Final Fantasy game I mean it, it's it's a Matsuno game but like story wise it is a Final Fantasy game or Final yeah Final Fantasy story it just I really can't explain it any other way. I mean, there's there's a more political intrigue, but it kind of, like I said, falls off the rails, I'd say, about halfway through the game with that stuff, and it just gets a little ridiculous yeah. with... I, like I said, I like the... In, in Final Fantasy Tactics, I really hate saying that whole thing out, but yeah, you're right. Saying Tactics and then yeah. Tactic, yeah, it's confusing, yeah. so I don't want to confuse yeah. anyone there. But the whole thing of, like, switching the church from, you know, the big bad or whatever and being, like, interesting politically with that stuff to... Oh no! There's these unseen horrors from the deeps of hell and everything. It's like, okay, well, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I feel like that story is made better. Uh, they kind of make good on that, that that setting in Final Fantasy twelve in, in a lot of ways because you know, Ivalis is like the one one of the very few places that's like a through line in Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, so I, fe- I think people that like the political stuff would probably uh, like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy twelve just to pimp that game really quick i guess it comes uh, out I, next I, week i think i've got that coming it'll be here tuesday yeah i really i guess that's a game i really really liked when it came out i'm curious to see if i still like it as much as i did then it's very star wars too like it's very star wars my yeah. first star wars and that is also uh, another uh, matsuno game who i mean just yeah kind of my favorite guy in video games like just I, almost everything he's put his name on it's it's been a it's been a big thing for me so it's like even if like I don't like play the hell out of it, like everything he's done has had some sort of impact on the way I look at video games. And whoop, just knock my uh, windscreen there, but yeah, it's I'm really looking forward to finally giving Final Fantasy twelve a go. Just the only reason I didn't really play it the first time was when it came out. It came out like right at the beginning of like the 360 PS3 generation. It, yeah, it came out in no six. So, so yeah, and I got my first like big screen HD TV, and oh boy, let me tell you that game does not that game did not blow up to a big screen very well on a PS2. It was it was rough to look at. Yeah, it, I think it's a really good looking game for a PS2 game. I think, it, and I'm curious to see. Uh, uh, how it looks with this new remaster i think it'll look pretty damn good yeah. i like the, i like the art style a lot in that game well i put the um i put my ps2 on my uh 27 inch um like crt tv and final fantasy 12 looks great on there but like oh yeah it's like where it's, it's not a it's not an hd game so it's no, not gonna look good no. on the hd tv but i mean they're like, yeah. like you look at like rogue galaxy that looked good on um because at the time it was like if a 52 yeah it was a 52 inch and blowing up final fantasy 12 to that looked awful rogue galaxy didn't look bad at all like that i think it's the, the cell shaded like mm-hmm. level five games or say what you will about them and like they they always look really good yeah so yeah even if uh yeah. even if the game plays a little sketchy at best sometimes but yeah for rogue, the most part they look good rogue galaxy just an ending that ending soured me so hard in that game it's it's a i hated i hate the final boss fight in that game i don't think i ever got past the second world honestly and i was really, really i think it has a really great open that's another star that's another very star wars game oh <laughs> um, yeah for sure yeah yeah i think the opening is great i think it has one of the uh, one of the better like jrpg openings uh or of you know, in a lot, a lot of ways it uh pulls you in pretty quick but like the final boss fight, I think I've talked about it on here a couple times. Is just multiple stages, and it, they break up your party and you have to fight things individually with the party members. So that's and if you fail, if you die, you have to start the entire fight over again. And it's just oh god, 
fucking goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> that game yeah. that game slowly went downhill as it, as it was going on, like story wise too. So yeah, I guess it sounds like you. I, I could hear the frustration in your voice as you as you got to that part. It's like okay, well, yeah, probably. yeah. Like it's a it's. Yeah, I was really I really like the beginning of that game. It's uh, I like the style a lot. Yeah, I, and that's like I said, that's as far as I've ever really made it as like a second world there, and just yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, that that really kind of wraps up that talk about Final Fantasy Tactics and Tactics Ogre. Uh, one of these days, um, I want to get Gore on the stream with us, and because he wanted to see how I played it basically, and I would love to like have you guys just kind of watch me play Tactics Ogre. Just I mean, like I said, just the yeah, amount of I'll... stuff that's on there is kind of intense, and then I've got so much of it unlocked. I. I with the 200 plus hours I put into that game, I still haven't un- like finished all the paths in there. I've just sort of like kind of gone through the main line and just like level was like level grinding characters and unlocking like side stuff or whatever at like in the post game. So I like I'm I still need to go through like both paths in chapter three. So or the other two yeah, paths would, in chapter three I haven't gone through. So yeah, I wouldn't mind sitting down and watching it, seeing uh, actually seeing what you do in that game. <laughs> so I would I would I would definitely enjoy that. Yeah, that is that is one like I would not be surprised if I don't know, say another five years from now that they that the play clock on on uh, on this remake of it ends up being like four or five hundred hours all total that I've put into it before. I'm like, okay, I think I've done everything I can in this game. (laughs) And like I said, that's just me. Like I I latch on to something and it just it kind of sticks with me forever. I mean, it's that's it's one of those games like even like I I said, we've talked about this before. Like I I look back at like. Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 or Secret of Mana, like games that I loved and I just like time-wise have a hard time going back to, but I think Tactics Ogre, because you can play it in such short bursts or whatever, it's really stuck with me. And like I said, there's just the, the retranslation and the little like effects like graphically they added into the PSP remake just really made that game just a lot more palatable, I suppose, to a modern audience. I mean, like I said, for me, it was just a portable version of like one of my favorite games. I mean, this, this remake probably brought... Um, Tactics Ogre from maybe in my top, I don't know, I, I'd even put it as low as maybe in my top 20, maybe top 15 to it's, it, 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 it's a dead tie for the most part with Link to the Past. So that's a very high praise. Yeah. That's, that's so, how good I think that remake yeah. ended up being. Whereas yeah. like Tactics or Final Fantasy Tactics ended up like, it's still kind of in the maybe top 50 for me, but even with the War of the Lions remake, it's like, oh, this is a good game. It's just I don't feel inclined to go back to it most of the time. So, like, I've, I've, I keep trying to play it more because it's been so long since I've really played it all the way through. And with my knowledge of tactics games a little bit, you know, deeper than they, when it was when that came out, because originally, like, when I played it, like, I didn't even know, I think it was, like, the first real battle you got control of. Like, I didn't know you could add in any other characters. So my brother and I had, like, rented it for a weekend. And we were literally sitting there trying to beat like that first group of bat or of, of like, you know, the bad guys that stormed the town or whatever with just Ramza. I'm going to pretend the, like I know what you mean. Uh, there was basically, <laughs> you yeah. basically, it was just like one character plus your guest character you have no control of. And oh, okay. I think you get three other characters you can tack on to your party or maybe even four. And I, so, I mean, think about just numbers wise. I was just going, we, we were just trying to like figure it out with like one character. We probably sat there for like four hours. Like, God, why is this game so fucking hard? <laughs> and then eventually like I, I, like I gave up and I, I forget what I ended up doing. My brother was like, Jason, look, look, you can add more characters. I was like, Oh God, that makes this a lot easier. <laughs> So, and I mean, and we had played some like weird, like 
specific theater of operations, um, like three and four, I think on the super Nintendo. Like, so I mean, playing these type of games, wasn't it like a new experience. So we were kind of used to like these like weird, crazy, deep, like strategy type games, but it was just like, it's just that, you know, initial hurdle of like, Oh, you can add more than one character. And okay. That kind of changes the thing. So we got into it after that, but after, but before that, it was just like, I don't like this very much. So, <laughs> but anyway, so let's move on. Um, that's basically what we've been playing for the week. Um, uh, one second. I just oh, wanted to uh, mention, mention really, really, really quick. Uh, I put a review up for Get Even, which I talked about last week. Uh, I just wanted to say that everything I said about that game held true throughout. Uh, the story is really good. Gameplay is pretty meh. Okay. Uh, if I think it's I, anyone that can look past uh, some rough gameplay, I think thirty for thirty bucks, I can recommend it to those people for sure. Okay. Uh, I uh, I really hope a lot of people I hope people play that I'd I'd like to see uh, a, a similar game with a bigger budget so yeah uh, I just want to throw that out there again review review on the site uh, it was pretty favorable for what given uh, all, all the complaints three five right yeah yeah okay. yeah it was a very it's a very strong three um, it's uh, it just had like it's hard it's, some stuff you just can't look past. You, yeah. No matter how much you want to. Oh, but, completely uh, understandable. Yeah. It's a, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely a recommend for me to anyone that's uh, got, got an open mind. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're sitting here to listening to this podcast and you're listening to two guys who are, you know, what, 13 years, 12 years apart talking about Crash Bandicoot and Tactics Ogre. Yeah. I think <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> and Diablo three, it's like yeah. there's a pretty big variety of uh, interest in, yeah. on between us, and I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think it probably like fit that into the just whatever odd little niche the site fits into. So, <laughs> the, yeah, a niche. <laughs> yeah, the, I think it's the best way we can put it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, yeah. we don't, I don't want to say we don't really have a, uh, a uniform voice, I suppose, which is kind of nice, but at the same time, it's like you're. I, I guess that sort of leads to people maybe being able to come to us for like specific people like, okay, well, you know, this guy's into this, this guy's into that. So it's like, I know like if I follow this guy's stuff, I would be maybe more inclined to, you know, I don't know, follow their advice, I suppose. But anyway, whatever, let's move on. Uh, we're going to talk about the four episode long Castlevania series. That's all rated as fuck. Yeah, <sighs> it's four episodes. It's, it I... was, it's definitely anime violent. Yep, I was incredibly surprised when I saw four episodes. I was like, "That's it." Yeah, I was too. I, I was, was expecting twelve, maybe. It it already got renewed for eight more episodes. Wonderful. So there will be twelve episodes. Great. Yeah. Um, I'm just why four? I don't understand. I mean, I don't know. It was. I feel. Uh, all right. I actually thought it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, but the and but as soon as I started get, like really getting into it. It ended. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I just felt like, you know, I, I liked the first episode and the, and the last one the most out of the four. Um, I thought they, the first episode was a good setup episode. And the fourth one, uh, I think they finally started getting the plot really going. And then, like I said, it ended. Mm-hmm. So it it's weird. It's really, it's a really weird to do four episodes, four 25 minute episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It was just an odd choice. And then 
I, I really do appreciate that they went with Final Fantasy 3, or Final Fantasy 3, talking about <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy actually, 3, as a Castlevania 3 as the setting, because it's probably my favorite Castlevania game out of, like, the, I guess, you know, the more traditional Castlevania games. But, like, I don't know. And I, I, I do like that they even nodded to Sifa, uh, Sifa, however you say her name, being, um... Sifa. Sifa. Being a, um... I guess in the yeah in the in the NS version like you know it, she's referred to as a man, and then it you know you find out she's actually a woman or whatever. Um, like they sort of made reference to that in the series, and I appreciate the little nods to that stuff. But like, okay, I'm a little pissed off. Like Grant and Nasty didn't show up. It's like where 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 was he at in this? I don't have enough working knowledge of the Castlevania three plot or characters to uh, uh, to tell you anything about that. One of the uh, uh, like. It, like the one of the paths you can take, um, or there's three different characters you can use as like your secondary character. You get Alucard, um, I remember, I remember that, and Grant. And yeah. Grant is like this, like, like he can crawl in the ceilings. He's kind of like this, like ninja pirate thing. I mean, he's kind of a badass. Okay. Like, he's a really cool character, like traverse, like traversalized. I mean, like you know the the Belmonts have always had a very limited uh, movement vocabulary, I suppose. Uh, very deliberate, no, but both, very limited. But, like, Grant... Mostly, just mostly jump everywhere. and then sink like a rock. Yeah, pretty much. So. <laughs> yeah. So. But, anyway, uh, so let's get back onto the show here. Um, some of the things, like, I had a kind of an issue with was just, like, some of the animation stuff. Like, where, I think it's in the third episode, or maybe even the fourth, where Trevor's running around, like, his feet I are moving at an incredible pace, yeah. and but his, like, arms are, like... He'll hold one arm back and then he takes like three or four steps and then like move his arm forward again. It just it's just some like weird. Yeah, I thought I thought stuff. it was a good art style in like like more like still uh, static scenes with mm-hmm. people. I thought it looked it looked much better then. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, the movement movement looked very odd. It, like it had it has like a, a bit of an Attack on Titan look to it, I guess. A little less a little less um, uh, comic booky than Attack on Titan is. Yeah. Um, uh, it's. Yeah, the the I thought a lot of the uh, action looked a little odd generally. Yeah, um, I think Sifa's stuff was pretty good. Like I, I liked her, like what she kind of brought. Like, and maybe it's just because it, I don't know. Like it didn't involve her doing too much movement. Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did like the interpretation of like the abilities and stuff you get in Castlevania into the show. I thought they did a good job of in, incorporating a lot of different things with that. Um, especially in the uh, last episode, which is kind of definitely the most actiony episode of all of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, I thought that I thought they got the look of characters pretty good too. Well, I think I think Trevor looked really uh, as his uh, outfit looked really on point. That Alucard had a good look to him, I guess, for Alucard. Yeah, you know the long-haired vampire. Alucard's in this, by the way, everyone. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, yeah, he was already he's in three, so, but uh. That uh, I thought the I did think the fight between Alucard and Trevor was, uh, pretty well done. It, uh, yeah, I would definitely I, I like, say that was pretty much the high point of like the action and yeah. the thing. It's it's really the only extended action scene in the out of the four episodes. A lot of the action is very quick in yeah. the other three. Ep- There's a lot of talking. The second episode is probably the worst one. There's a lot of talking in the second episode. Um, uh, the other than the introduction of Trevor in the beginning. Uh, I think the second episode is probably the worst. Yeah. No, they, I've I've got an issue with Trevor as a character personally, but uh, go ahead, finish your thought there. Uh, I I don't I I don't mind Trevor as the 
cocky rogue character, I guess. Uh, the his introduction was him getting in a bar fight and getting kicked, getting repeatedly kicked in the dick like that. Yeah. He had a running joke where he was, kept getting kicked in the dick. Yeah. Um, and that pays off later when he tries to kick Alucard in there and like this isn't a bar yeah, fight. Yeah. I I I thought the the humor generally landed in the show, which I I liked. I didn't it didn't seem because it it uh it came in bits and pieces like it wasn't trying to be funny all the time yeah but yeah th- uh, b- blessedly so because i, I didn't yeah think it was that funny like i was just kind of like oh that was okay it's like oh well that was I, a joke I, you wrote okay i had a i had a chuckle at a couple things like that alucard joke was solid i thought um and oh, there's another one that i but i it just escaped me now that i thought was pretty pretty solid but yeah you know whatever it's anime yeah. humor so. Yeah. So like my problem with Trevor as a character is just like he just seems very inconsistent as to like who or what he is. Like he comes, you know, he gets introduced as like wandering drunkard basically. And then it, it, I guess his character arc it just like it just seemed like a little too quick. And granted, yeah, there's four episodes, so they didn't really have a lot of time to like work with it. But it's just like, OK, if you're trying to get this character from in, like, you know, somebody who doesn't care about anybody else but himself and is just a drunk going from town to town trying to keep himself alive, basically, to all of a sudden he's the town savior and leading, you know, and leading the, uh, you know, the defense of the town and everything. And it's like in four episodes, it's like, man, that that, that, that that series needed to be stretched out a little bit more. I mean, even eight episodes probably would have been better. It just. Yeah. His character arc just like just did a complete turnaround just way too quickly for me. Yeah, and there's a the 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 big plot line in, in these four episodes is like you know the, the your like classics um, church the church is evil in like this 15th century town. Yeah, and, uh, that was something else I had an issue with. It just seemed like a little too like you know mustache twirling villainy. Yeah, for sure. The and they kind of like end that thread pretty unceremoniously. Like he just kind of gets killed by some demons. Yeah. Uh, or something who knows i mean you know maybe he's yeah i mean he could he could, he, he could probably definitely he could definitely come back yeah 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 they didn't like show so. him getting ripped to pieces like some of the other characters see that's the other thing too like okay, you're uh, I, I, again like i know r-rated as fuck but man showing like kids getting mutilated i i was not that was a little too far for me <laughs> Okay, so tech issues taken care of there. Uh, so let's go ahead and get back on to what we were talking about, which was the uh, bishop basically getting not killed, killed. I mean, yeah. Oh, you know, I think what I, I think what I said was, um, like I said, I had I had kind of an issue with like just the kids getting kind of slaughtered that way. It just really oh yeah, they comfortable. They, they that, when they unleashed upon the town, like they murdered everyone really in you know you know anime over the top ways but yeah the kids with the kids was a little weird to show yeah like no like yeah. them them showing it like you know kind of abstractly like showing like the crib with the blood in it like i'm okay i don't want to say i'm okay with that but i'm okay with that as a visual thing but then like actually showing a child like you know like ripped in half or whatever on the side i'm like okay i don't that's that's i don't want to say a bridge too far but maybe a bridge too far for me so yeah, it's it doesn't affect me as much, obviously, but it's still like I noticed it and I was like, oh, okay, Jesus, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I yeah. mean, maybe just be like you know the adults or whatever. It's but I mean, you know, having kids is 
maybe changes your perspective on that stuff, but it's still just like it. I was like, I, I don't know that we gained anything by seeing that. Like I said, the the blood in the crib thing. I, it's like, okay, you get the idea that, okay, even kids are being killed. It's like, I don't need to see a corpse of a kid being torn in half. You know, it's like, okay, that, I don't know. But like I said, that whole like R-rated as fuck thing. I mean, a lot of this show kind of felt like it was maybe trying pretty hard to get that. And that's <laughs> sort of where I had an issue. And granted, yeah, Castlevania sort of is, when you get right down to it, a, a pretty violent series. But it's like, it's it's always been pretty abstract in, in a sense. Like, it's never really shown blood or anything like that. It's, I don't know. I mean, outside of the comical zombies in Symphony of the Night where, you know, you cut them and they've like fallen, you know, get split yeah. at the torso or whatever. But I mean, it's 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 almost Mortal Kombat-y just how like comic like comic it is it's, it's stupid but yeah they, they didn't have a large variety of things things either like you know because castlevania is kind of known for its huge variety of monsters and like these uh, granted again it's four episodes so you know but they also did pull very heavily from uh, the universal monster studio so yeah so maybe that's why too it's like oh, we don't want to get too big in the copyright infringement they've let us slide with this all these years and, yeah 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 who, so uh, they'll probably do something um to avoid that i would i would hope but i did like in the first episode they they made dracula a uh a, a somewhat tragic figure enough of a tragic tragic figure yeah. i guess so to at least make him more than just a mustache twirling villain like yeah. he has he, he has motivation for why he um does what does what he does yeah in there yeah he's much more of a sympathetic character than anybody in the church is basically oh yeah for sure and uh and I mean, the church is pretty much the villain of these first four episodes, in, including that first one with, with mostly just Dracula, because they are the reason for all of it. Yep. So, yeah. But yeah, I I will definitely watch the next eight episodes. I think. Yeah, I, I think. will too. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said, it's it was. <sighs> It had its failings, but it, it it wasn't bad at all. Like I don't think like when I when I see people say it was good, I, I might I might rein that in a little bit, but I, I I think it was I think it was serviceable. I don't, I don't think it had enough time to be to for me to decide if it was good or not. Yeah, like, I think I think it's it has promise. I just we'll see. Uh, so I feel like they are going to get into the good stuff now with the because uh, now the three have teamed up, so. Well, when they actually storm the castle, which I'm I'm assuming will be coming pretty soon in the yeah. series, or maybe they just switch entirely and then they do like you know they switch over to Simon Belmont or something. Yeah, I guess they have plenty of other Belmonts to show. I don't I don't know the exact timeline for all the Belmonts. I know Simon's after Trevor. Yeah, yeah. I think and, uh, I don't I don't remember if Lament of Innocence is still canonical or not, but he was the technical first Belmont. So Trevor, I thought no, it's Gabriel. Yeah, I was gonna say Gabriel is because yeah. Lord's a shadow. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. So. There is, or maybe it's a different name. Um, the one from Lament of Innocence, the PS2 one. Oh, okay. He's the first one. Yeah. Is that the 3D one. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, um. Did they? Yeah, Vla- Dracula's name is just Vlad, right? I think. Yeah. It was- yeah. Okay. I didn't. I was. I was curious if they were going to call him Gabriel or not to even tie it into the Lord of the Shadow stuff. And no, little, and, that is. Yeah. Uh, that's entirely different. Like story. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So. I. I know that. I was just. I was curious as to how they. If they were just going to go straight on with three or tie in some other stuff to make their own thing. But oh, Leon Belmont. That was. That was ah, the moment. Okay. Uh, and then the mom's name is Lisa, which 
Lisa Belmont wasn't Lisa isn't Lisa Belmont a character? You said right. You know that we talked about that, didn't Man. we? No, it wasn't. Jeez, oh, let me see. No, I think it was like. Let me see. Man, I wish I could. <laughs> I'm just gonna Google Mama Belmont and see if what pops up. Yeah, I thought you said Lisa. I could be totally making that up in my head for the Mama Belmont character. Nope, Mama's Pizzeria is what pops up here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go female Belmont. No, um, I think it's a different name. Sonia. Sonia. That was Sonia. It. Okay. Yeah, we talked about this Multiple in a times. previous previous episode called Alucard spelled backwards. Yep. <laughs> um, where I make a stunning revelation for everyone. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's that's pretty much a uh, a very uh, I don't want to say tropey uh literary device but um when you're playing a video game or reading a book or watching a movie just take a character's name backwards and you might end up being a few steps ahead of the plot if you if it turns I, out to be i something. do that all the time too yeah. i uh, i'm always reading characters names backwards just in case if they have a, if they have a strange name i usually read it backwards just to see but uh yeah it's, i don't know if symphony was the first one to, to get me in that mindset but i definitely uh something did at a, at a young age that i do that all the time now yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like the clever thing of like people naming their child Navia. Oh, god. <laughs> like, okay, well, good. I'm glad you can flip words or letters around. That's great, wonderful, good for you. Anyway, um, says the guy who named his daughter after a 1980s song. So, <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely curious enough to check this out. Um, when the next part comes out, whenever the hell that's going to be. But I mean, I think it was a pretty quick turnaround, a, right? It was like three months, wasn't it? Yeah. It like. And like, it's already ordered eight more episodes. I, I think they were originally going to call it part two in this part one, but I think it's literally just called season two for yeah. the next eight episodes. So it's basically going to be one season with how short this is. Yeah. God, it just seemed like, I don't know what, I don't want to say, I don't know what they were thinking, but I mean, Netflix was just like throwing money at like everybody. I'm like, you yeah, couldn't have just. Made I feel like this e- thing? even two more episodes, like a six episode season, would be all right. Yeah, like they could have like fleshed this. Like I said, I would I was okay. Like this would have been an okay stopping point for a season if they had fleshed it out a little bit more. I think like even if yeah. they just made these four and made them hour long episodes or whatever. Yeah, or that too. Even two more episodes so. would have been good. It just it just felt like it was this 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 whole section was kind of rushed out the door. It felt like. Yeah, it didn't even feel like, you know, like, I was thinking maybe it'd feel like a movie, kind of. It's like a two-hour movie I'd watch. It didn't really feel like a movie, either. It felt mm-hmm. like it was a lot of a, a lot of building up plot and then not paying it off enough. Yeah. So. yeah. I didn't even think, like, there was enough building up, honestly. Like, like I said, I, I would have been okay with where they ended it had they stretched out what they had already a little bit more. It just... But, yeah, I don't know. It's... I think that's just the whole thing was just a weird choice, but it's got some promise like you said I'm, I'm i'm willing to stick in with it because god knows we're not seeing anything castlevania related anymore probably for a good long while but yeah lord of the shadow 2 is like the most recent one and that was not a good game that was oh geez how old was that now like five years 2014 six? i think was the second one was it really well i thought it was sooner than that but... 13 or 14 Let's see. could be wrong yeah I swear it was longer than that, but I could be wrong too. I'm pretty sure it came 14, out at, yeah, right. after the PS4 came out. Like, yeah, yeah. Was... February, February 2014. Yeah, man, that's God. That, is that, that, that came out in that, Japan in September of 2014. That's weird. Yeah, doesn't seem, doesn't seem like a game that needed like to be translated that much. I mean, there's a lot of story. I'm just saying, it didn't, it didn't seem like really a Japan-only game. I think the first one 
Um, very westernized Castlevania game. Yeah. Castlevania games are pretty westernized in general, anyway. So, well, I think they're I think they're Japanese or Western through a Japanese lens, basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Especially um, and like is Trevor Belmont. It, is, which one? There's like a southern one. And uh, uh, I think it's the Castlevania in between four after four and in between Rondo. I think there's one. It's a really bad cast. It's like it's some say the worst Castlevania. Was it the, was it the uh, Sega Genesis one, Bloodlines? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't. You know, what? I don't think he was. Well, he wasn't technically a full-blooded Belmont, if I'm recalling correctly. Yeah, he was like American. He was like a Texan, I believe. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I used to know like the lineage of all of these games, like inside and out, and it's just been sort of something that just kind of like gone away in my brain over the years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I had the Resident Evil storyline in my head inside and out for a while, so I don't 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 worry about it. We all have, we all have our series. <laughs> Let's see, we've got uh, Quincy Morris. Let's see, he plays John Morris, uh, a That's... distant descendant of the famed Belmont and Morris families who ob- or who obeyed his fate to fight vampires day and night. And Eric Lacard, whose girlfriend was transformed into a vampire when Elizabeth was, re- yeah. So and those those characters are kind of like made reference to in portrait of ruin uh the okay like the last ds game or no the second ds game that came out so yeah because donna Sar was the first one isn't it yeah the first one and then um it has a ds in the, the title one so that's how you know which one cause it has a ds in the title and yeah, all uh-huh. games had to have a ds in the title yep uh you know or what is it uh Vance wars dual strike oh god yeah um there was something that came out like relatively late in the ds's life too that had that uh, yeah, I know Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword or Dragon Strike, whatever it was called. Dragon Sword. Yeah. yeah. And then um, there was, uh, like, or even even Shimigami fell into that with uh, Devil or uh, the Devil Survivor. Yeah, and then the metal. There was a Metal Gear game with that too, wasn't it? There is a. Uh... No, I don't think they. I think they just. There was there. I thought there was the first. I thought there was like a a, a a port of like the first one or one of them. With a D, some sort of DS in it. Oh wait, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of Resident Evil. Yeah, because that was. Resident Evil. Oh jeez. Um, yeah. something Survivor maybe. Let's see. Because I know there was like the Metal Gear Solid Three on 3DS, which was just a amazing thing that they pulled off to begin with that it could even work. Uh, Deadly Silence. Yeah, that's yeah, there we go. There we go. Which is. An enhanced version of the original Resident Evil for the DS, yeah. which I don't know yeah. if you could consider that enhanced. So, remake or nothing, basically for me. So, All right. so I'm on the uh, Giant Bombs. Their wiki has a DS acronym in the title. Let's see, oh, I know. Uh, Devil Survivor for Shimagami Tensei. Yeah, if my DS library was in the same room as me right now, yeah. I can probably look through because I think I've gotten them. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm just looking at the ones, like the bigger ones. Tent the Tenchu Dark Secret. That's right. Oh god, yeah. I forgot about. I Dig Dug Digging Strike. <laughs> Advanced Wars, you know, Mr. Driller Drill Spirits. Okay, yeah, there's a, there's a handful. Like they seem to. Yeah, they're all really early ones, of course. Yeah. There's some 2007 ones in here with that. 
Yeah, like I said, there was a couple that like were pretty late in the life, and they yeah. just like I don't know why they continue to do that. Like Devil's, it... Devil's Driver's oh nine, so yeah, it's pretty yeah. late. That's the that's the latest one on the list. Let's see. Let me see, cause I've got really st- really stretching for that name. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to find if I have anything. So we've got Donosaro I mentioned. Thankfully, uh, Dragon Quest never fell into that. Uh, oh, Fire Emblem did Shadow Dragon. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, there's that, which is still a weird choice. Let's see. Dragon Quest had its own problems at the time. Dragon Quest? Yeah, I mean, it was just being popular on this side of the world. Oh, that was yeah. kind of where it finally took off, I think, was the DS games. So. Cause we got I thought 4, it was, five, I thought eight was the first one that on really there. took off. What was that? I thought 8 was the first one that really took off. It did, but like the DS just having such a huge install base kind of helped that a lot, too. So, Because, I mean, 8, it was... I think 8 did well, but I don't think it did as well as like the DS ports. I think the 6th one kind of fell off all, all pretty heavy, but okay. as far as sales goes. But, I mean, there was four mainline Dragon Quest games on the DS that came to the States. I mean, yeah, 4, 5, and 6, and then 9, and then Rocket Slime came out here. And then there was the two Monsters games, or the Joker games, or whatever. Yeah, there's two. So, yeah, it was a fair amount of uh, stuff. There's... Was the last one 11 sent was that or nine whatever which one sentinel the starry skies and that's the last nine. one nine yeah and there's a 10 yeah 10's the uh yeah the online one there so we 11's coming out soon ish right? yeah oh has that actually been confirmed out here i don't think it has yet i don't know i don't think they have that's <laughs> yeah. yeah that's something i'm like i want it but i'm not gonna attempt to play through a you know 70 hour jrpg in japanese i tried that I tried that with a, like a thirty-hour one with uh, Second and Setsu Three, and oh boy, that uh, yeah, that didn't work out for me. So, <laughs> but anyway, I think that about wraps it up there. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else as far as Castlevania-wise to talk about with yeah. that show. It was like I said, it was okay. I'm showing some promise. I'm just hoping that there's not too long of a turnaround on the rest of the season. So, or whatever, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to share something that I, uh, discovered recently. Okay. <laughs> uh, a TV show, uh, it's a little old. Everything, apparently everything we deal with this week is old stuff. Yeah. Uh, even, even when it's new. Um, uh, Twin Peaks. I watched the first two seasons of Twin Peaks all the way through, uh, this last couple weeks. I pretty much binged the shit, binged the shit out of this, out of it. And I, that show speaks to me in so many ways jason okay and it is hard to recommend because it is in some ways objectively bad especially the second season it is second season is a mess uh it's the first season i will say i think is damn near perfect tv it is it it is eight episodes of hear that castlevania yeah it the second season is 22 episodes long okay yeah it 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 full of network disputes and like the whole uh who killed laura palmer is like the basis of the of the when that's what the show is built on in the very beginning and it it goes from there to what what it's really about is this really weird small town full of eccentric people and strange characters 
and you know, and with mixed in with David Lynch's trademark surrealism, on occasion, <laughs> or more on, more than occasion. Uh, but the second season is they they forced him to reveal the killer really early, pretty early on, and he honestly didn't even never want he never really wanted to reveal who the killer was. So that was that that caused problems and then the after that like the show meanders a lot with like much less interesting plot lines but i still i just like i just loved the town of twin peaks i liked all the characters the bad ones the the well done ones i think dale cooper the main character the fbi agent is one of my favorite characters of all time now mm-hmm. in, in, in television i think he's i think he's what keeps that he kept me going through the worst of times, just because with his, it's a very consistent character throughout. Um, and also, I think the second season, the first season is weird, has plenty of weird stuff in it, but it make it fits. And I feel like the second season there was a lot of stuff that was weird just for weird sake because they know people liked how strange the first season is. I think they just leaned way too far into that. And also, David Lynch is only directs like four episodes in the second season, I think. So that, and that shows all the episodes he directs are like the best episodes in the show. So yeah. So I've been, I just experienced all that. I've still got to watch the movie they made. It's also, that's also ties into it. Firewalk with me. Um, from what I've heard, no, you don't. Oh, I have to I have to do it. I have to, I have to get everything. And I then have, I also have, to, I have heard uh, they, nothing but bad about that thing. I have heard, um, both I've heard nothing but bad about the second season also and I for how much of a mess I find it to be a beautiful mess Jason and it uh, I would like I said I don't know if I'd ever it's hard to recommend the show to people because it's it's definitely a love it or hate it show like the most the I think the first season is the easiest one to recommend like I said it's, I think it's damn near perfect TV especially if you're when it came out it's uh, it holds up incredibly well for being 25 years old um, second season, Good God, um, uh, I need to watch that. And they just released a the third season, which or they're working on. It's it's currently ongoing. It, it's I think they're halfway through the. I think it got eighteen episodes. Um, and the second season ends on a hell of a cliffhanger. So hmm. uh, twenty five years in the making. Oh wow! And. Uh, there's actually a line in the last episode uh, where a character says, I'll see you in 25 years. <laughs> and I, I, that's like a, that's like a Kojima ass. Um, it totally planned the whole, this way the whole time moment. So I don't know. I, I, I refuse to believe it. He's like, yeah, I'll just do this. I'll just tie this up in 25 years. I just thought it was a weird, you know, just a weird line for weird sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this show, Jason. I, I, I love the weird-ass characters. I love Dale Cooper and his love of coffee and pie. And um, it also helped me understand something about myself and why I gave... A, a few years ago, I gave Deadly Premonition as much of a chance as I did. I didn't... Fi- I, I think I played that game much longer than I would have normally. And I didn't, didn't quite get it, why I was so into it, but it's really... It's because it's so Twin Peaks-inspired... I knew that when I played it, but I'd never seen Twin Peaks, so it didn't like. And but now that I've played it, 
I kind of want to go back to it, even though the beginning of that game is really bad. A lot of things in that game are really bad, Jason. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played Deadly Premonition. Nope. Haven't. Uh, I think that might be a fun game for us to look back. <sighs> I was actually, when you started talking about Twin Peaks, I was like, you know, maybe that's uh, maybe that's something we need to look at uh, sometime I later would, this year. I would like to look at that game with you. I think I, it is rough. It is it is it is as rough as you've heard, you've heard it is, and but also as charming as you have if you, if you're into the the Twin Peaks aesthetic, just like this, of this weird town full of weird people. But yeah, I just wanted to uh, share that part of my life with you guys, <laughs> and because I I don't know how many decades too late it is it's it is to uh, become obsessed with the show, but uh, I am a all in on Twin Peaks. It's one of my favorite I, shows ever. I, I think you're fine there. I think uh, I think if Connor was on this episode, I think he'd be doing pretty good there because he's a he is a big big fan of Twin Peaks. It is. It's like, I think the craziest thing about that show is how many genres it, it is at all at once, from like like a, a drama to a uh, a like a, a standard TV drama to a crime drama to comedy to dark comedy to horror to ro- to romantic comedy to slapstick. Like all of that can be done in one episode. All of that stuff can be seen in one episode. It's, it has weird, it has weirdly long one-shot scenes that are really awkward sometimes. But also, you, it's it's funny because you can tell that David Lynch is in on the joke the entire time he's doing it. Mm-hmm. So, and he, he's not trying to be funny, but it is funny, <laughs> and uh, it's just just for the, how weird it is. I think the first episode is very. I think, like I said, the first eight episodes are fantastic, and I think there are really good episodes in the second season, few and far between. But there, I think the last episode is also excellent. Um, Even it, it, it also is insane that that show was on TV, like on like cable TV at, in the in 1990 and 91 that they got away with the stuff that they did on TV, not for how dirty it was or anything like that, just for how weird it is and how, how, how not you'd be surprised about that era of television, about just how much weird shit there actually was out there. So, and I mean, obviously the show inspired many different shows from like, like the X-Files and, um, God damn it. I had it. I lost it. But I mean, since then it's inspired and it has inspired a lot of things. You know, and like Deadly Premonition, like I said, a full game that's basically a love letter to Twin Peaks. So I think we will. Vi- I think we will definitely visit that game at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, I think that, I think that's one we should do a game club on. Uh, maybe let's see if we can talk Connor into doing that. But um, you know, um, actually, speaking of game club, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and announce what our uh, next game club is going to be. Uh, we're going to do this sometime in August. We're not really sure about the exact dates yet because I need to. I just need to actually sit down and play it. But uh, we're going to be playing the original Metal Gear Solid. Um, we've got uh, me and John lined up to do it. Connor uh, Mahood is going to join us for that one, as well as uh, Joe Starr, who used to be uh, a member of HG101 and is it now. But um, he kind of does his own thing on Twitter. So, But anyway, uh, yeah. So we've, we've, yeah. Uh, we've got a nice little lineup here for this. I am... As all the stuff I just said about Twin Peaks, I could put. I could say the same thing about Metal Gear. I feel like it's the same kind. Everything I just said that could go equally to Metal Gear in my mind. So yeah. that's how much. That's how much I love Metal Gear. 
I'm, so, I'm looking forward to going back to this game because I haven't touched it in years. It's been, like I, I mentioned on Twitter to you guys, I think the most recent playthrough I gave of the original Metal Gear was probably actually playing uh, Twin Snakes on GameCube. So it's it's been a good long while since I've touched I, it. So I, played the, to it. I, I, usually, I played through the first three um, every couple of years. The fourth one is the one I've played the least because it's just so hard to play with you don't have a ps it's impossible to play if you don't have a ps3 yeah but, but uh it's uh i at least i watch i usually watch that game so it's hard for me to just play one of them i like i, I love the story for how you know for how convoluted and stupid it is generally i do love that story yeah. and i i gotta see it through every time so Oh, okay, so um, with that, I, I do want to see if we can get some um, maybe maybe like fan interaction with this. So if you've got some thoughts on the original Metal Gear Solid, I would love to get an email from you guys, get a tweet, whatever you want to do. Uh, put it on the you know put something on the Facebook page or whatever you want to do. Um, if you want to just email me, it's uh, Jason at uh, or yeah Jason at gamesandjunk.net. Uh, send your feedback there, right? Because I would love to get some love letters or just uh, general feelings with it. Um, if you haven't played it in a while, I would recommend going back and playing it because I, I would like to see somebody's perspective. You know, like me, who hasn't played it in a long time and is going back to it. This this was definitely one of my favorite games at the time, and it's kind of since fallen off just because I haven't played it in so long. So I'm curious to see how it's how it feels going back to it. Um, this is Joe Stars, one of his favorite games of all time too. So it's gonna be pretty cool to go back to. And Connor has got a killer killer liquid impression that he's gonna have to do for us so. oh my god i can't wait I, I didn't know that yeah oh man I, I love i love a good liquid impression yep 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 it's it's a one it's a one word impression but man does he nail it so i'm, I'm did, looking forward did, to this did they scream this. snake is it snake that he says or brother is it brother brother brother, brother. brother. Yeah. oh man liquid is the I think it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very much looking forward to going this. Um, we are going to be doing a bit of a new format with the game club. Um, I'm still working on the format altogether, but I do want to get some fan interaction with this. So hopefully you guys can send us something um, because I would love to read some feedback on there and we can kind of discuss from there. Uh, so if you want to play along with us, like I said, figure maybe middle of August, end of August, we'll, be, we'll uh, have that game club going up. So uh, if you want to start playing through, now would be a good time because I think it's only maybe like 15, 20 hours at most. So... Yeah, it's uh, that's about right. Fifteen to twenty. Yeah. yeah. If you, especially if you've never played it or it's been a long time, it'll probably take that long. Yeah, if you haven't played this yeah. game, um, I, I think yeah. this would be one of those things that'd be fun to play through, like for the first time, and maybe like interact with uh, not just boss, but just interact with people in general. You know, like we're all kind of like fans of it, but I'm, you know, I haven't touched it in over ten years, so this is this is almost gonna be like me playing it for the first time. So I mean, yeah, I, I think I have a lot of memories of playing this in high school with my friend Steve like we would talk about like what we did in, in Metal Gear that day so yeah I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to going back to this one so. I, I, I definitely think it's the hardest one to go back to so I'm curious what you think no, I'm sure um, it is yeah yeah, so. yeah. anyway uh, so yeah so that wraps that up um, yeah so just be on the lookout for that I'm looking forward to playing some Metal Gear Solid finally um, yeah, I guess it's been over a decade I think this I think this is long overdue I mean granted it took me I don't know. It was just like four or five years ago that I finally played uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 because like I just kind of had fallen off the series altogether. And I played it after Metal Gear Solid 4. And let me tell you, Metal Gear Solid 3 probably my favorite Metal Gear out of all of them, which isn't a uh, isn't a groundbreaking thing to say. But anyway, it's, it's, it's my favorite game of all time. There we so, go. Yeah. So. Bring an endorsement. Yeah. All right, so uh, that'll wrap up the show for this week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. Just look on the site. All the uh, social media links are up there. Um, 
not sure what we're going to be doing for game night anytime in the next week. Uh, we're John and I, we're, we're going to have to figure that one out. Uh, hopefully, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. what we can do is I can just get uh, Gore on board with us and we can just do Tactics Ogre. This way we can just knock that out of the way after I spent three hours trying to set up the damn HDMI splitter so I could uh, do the uh, do the PlayStation TV with a... Uh, with my game capture and streaming thing. So that'd be, that'd be nice if I didn't spend three hours on nothing. <laughs> gore talking to you. Yeah. I'd appreciate it. Gore. If you would join us, gore anyway. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, that'll wrap that up and hopefully God, we'll have some news to talk about next week. Cause we, yeah, it was, there was nothing going on there. So anyway, uh, yeah. we will talk. Oh, good. No, I was, I was agreeing with you. Like, luckily, I played and watched stuff, but yeah, there's nothing going on in the games right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm kind of glad yeah. I actually got through Metal Gear Solid because, man, otherwise, just you might as well just been running a running a monologue. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we will talk at you guys next week. Mm-hmm.